It's not at all uncommon these days to pick up a newspaper or turn on the TV and find out about a courageously inspiring good deed. An ordinary man or woman who will choose in an impulsive moment of self-abandon to forsake their own self-interest in exchange for the opportunity to help another person in their moment of need will captivate our attention and captivate our sensibilities each and every time. The guy who jumps on the subway train tracks, sacrificing his body as a human shield in the hopes of saving the kid having an epileptic attack, or the woman who jumps in the river, forgetting that she never learned how to swim, to try and save the family trapped in their car, these are the kind of examples of altruism that seduce us and oblige us to ordain someone a hero. But... Does a truly generous act of heroism require anything more than the simple, compassionate act of temporarily suspending our own particular needs or wants, so that we may recognize that there might in fact be someone, in a singular yet ordinary moment in time, reaching out with hope that someone like you or someone like me might be willing to reach back? It was about 10 p.m. when we finally heard the doorbell ring. On one of the most bitter cold winter nights on record, everyone was provoked to cut the festivities just a little bit short. So an hour and a half past Christmas dinner, and exactly two and a half hours past when all the other guests had gone home, Lucille's driver Jim arrived at the door. Lucille, an elderly woman whom my mother had befriended at work and invited to share Christmas dinner with us because she had nowhere else to go, was a quadriplegic who drove a wheelchair as if she had been granted a special license to do so. She took those curves at the local mall as if she had a personal axe to grind. Lucille was little and feisty and bold. She was physically tiny yet mentally strong. I would even go so far as to describe her as obnoxious, I mean opinionated, demanding, or rather decisive, and although she did seem to consciously go after that one last good nerve that we all keep in reserve, we just kept on giving her the benefit of the doubt. Born on the 4th of July had just come out on video, and so it was this year's After Christmas Dinner movie. There was a fire crackling in the fireplace, and Lucille had negotiated a position right in front of that gorgeous dancing heat, right in my favorite spot, where she proceeded to complain about every obscene word spoken by Tom Cruise in a movie that was rated R. Feeling a bit restrained by Lucille's oversensitivity to some of the colorful speech, we took turns looking at our watches and suggesting to Lucille that, wow, you must be tired after such a long day. All we wanted to do was raid the leftovers and put on our pajamas. Christmas was officially over and we were tired of being polite. Was it too much to ask to enjoy our movie without Lucille talking through the entire thing? Ding dong. Thank God. We barely invited Jim in as we hurried to get Lucille's coat, glancing towards the front door. I wondered out loud how Jim was going to safely carry Lucille down those frozen cold steps. He assured me, impatiently, that he was trained to do just this kind of thing. Holding the door, we bid Lucille farewell, and then watched in horror as Jim dropped her down the flight of stairs. Instead of being heroic, Jim used Lucille to break his own fall. Instead of reaching out in an attempt to save her, he fell right on top of her. There they both lay in a foot of fresh Christmas snow, and all I could think to do was shout, Call 911! Call 911! as I tried to quickly remember my sixth grade CPR. 
That was when Lucille managed to lift her head just high enough to shout out at Jim some of that obscene and colorful language she had objected to before. What about me, Luce? I'm her too. That. That was Jim's response. Imagine. How often during the course of our busy lives are we blatantly insensitive to the needs of someone who probably needs our help? How many times have we casually missed an opportunity to tender goodwill because to do so would require just a little bit more than right in the moment we are willing to give? What about me, Luce? I'm hurt too? It turned out that Lucille was miraculously not injured at all, but Jim missed the opportunity to reach out and help the little guy get up and out of the cold. And, as shocked as I was at Jim's apparent attempt at a quickie self-defense, I would later feel quite defensive myself as I examined my own real-time practical treatment of people in situations for which I am reluctant to muster up any patience at all. Regardless of how obnoxious, did I have to roll my eyes every time the woman breathed? Did I have to suck my teeth in concert with everything that she had to say? Would it have cost me much of anything at all to miss out on the movie so that I could invite Lucille to sit and talk, to find out more about her life and what makes her who she is? Every day I have to challenge myself to look deeper and to think longer about the effects that my actions or lack thereof might be having on someone else who could be waiting, just waiting for someone able-bodied to lend a helping hand. And you? In any given moment, on any given day, you will be the one with a little bit more or, from time to time, with a little bit less. Tomorrow you could be the one falling or the lucky one with the ability to help a friend get back on his feet. We will rarely, if ever, get a chance to find out about the guy who let someone take his place online or the woman who took time out to call and check on a friend who, in a humdrum and ordinary moment, mustered up the willingness to be truly generous. Many of us would do our best to try and save a fellow human being in the face of obvious danger. That's the beauty of the human spirit. True heroism, however, the hard kind, emerges when we willingly forsake the understandable need to save our own skin and to serve our immediate self-interest for the opportunity to do a good deed with the whole world watching or when nobody else will ever know. <laughs>